Welcome to Juice Podcast. I'm Emily Harmon. And I'm Gwen Douglas. And today we're very close to Christmas, so we thought we would bring a few things, a few bottles of winter shots, winter warmers that we both like. So we're back at my house, obviously, again today. Um, yeah, what have we got? I guess also, like, you've said winter warmers. They are kind of all specifically in the same genre, let's yes. say. Right? Yeah. So we've got, like, schnapps, a.k.a. Eau de Vie, a.k.a. a few other things, yes. I think. Basically, I think, I don't know what that, I think they're all spirits, though, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. So there, there's no liqueurs. I managed all to spirits. bring some Gewürztraminer because Emily gifted me this lovely bottle of Gewürztraminer. Surprisingly, I actually did do that. Yeah. Eau de Vie, which I haven't tried she yet, so I'm it. very, very <laughs> excited to try. <laughs> It's like haunting her. It's coming back. No, I'm happy to try it because the good thing about spirits is you lose a lot of (laughs) flavour. Okay, cool. (laughs) So, so we've got, yeah, so... um, What did you bring? Yeah, I'll tell you what I bought first. So, I bought actually a bottle that I've got half of and that's because last time I bought this out was with Gwen and we drank half a bottle between us. And I like that when she brought the bottle out, I was like, oh, what's this? She's like, like we drank it yeah. It had been quite late in the day. So, um, Guette de Renclaude uh, Doré. So, like, it's a it's a plum liqueur from Laurent Cazotte. One of my favourite distillers. Um, and actually one of my favourite sort of alcohol producers in France. Okay. So, he's based down in Gaillac. Um, we'll talk a bit more about him when we get to that. Uh, and that's 2014, because he does, like, just does one batch of spirit per liqueurs year. per year. Oh, interesting. Um, and the other one I bought... It's another friend of mine. So you can't buy I this no commercially. You actually can't <laughs> buy this commercially everywhere. So it's maybe not that useful for people tuning in. Uh, it's a grappa from Chianti, um, which we'll talk about when we get there. I think we should do... You've tasted this as well, but you might not remember where. <laughs> oh, no. Do you remember after the real wine fair, we won't name the restaurant, but we had a private room upstairs. Oh, yes. This, I bought this down. Oh, and this, we're doing shots of this oh as well. Oh my god, it's not too wild. much because that's all that was. Yeah. Trying. So actually, we've consumed both of these bottles. You're the only person I've drunk these, and the other company as well. Yeah. But you've been part. So of... I'm excited to revisit them, not smash hammered, where I might, might remember. remember them. <laughs> what have you got? So you got your... this morning, when I was telling Lucas that we were going to do like a schnapps out of the episode, he was like, "Make sure to take the good schnapps from the bar. Get the schwechka." whilst you're in the chopper yeah exactly (laughs) so i brought lucas's choice the googlehof schwetzke brand Uh, sexy name googlehof schwetzke it's It's, like mm, rolls off the tongue so it's basically a plum eau de vie so schwetzke schwetzke being plum and And schwetzke is also a specific type of plum like a little yeah you see them a lot in brandenburg but very very common like an austrian dark Dark purple skin, and yep. then they're like greeny, yellowy inside. I wonder if it's the same. I wish you were right now. Yeah. I wonder if it's the same one because there's lots of like desserts that are also made with plums, wintry desserts. So like yeah. uh, uh, knödel, like dumplings with plums inside, yeah. and like those kind of okay, plummy yeah. desserts. But the harvest for them in Brandenburg, I went picking them like about. I would say five, well, actually, by the time this airs, maybe later. But I was picking them in August, okay. early September. 
cool. That's yeah. So, yeah, then so they it's a really maybe automate, keep them yeah. and turn them into jam. Exactly, or jams is yeah, yeah. yeah. So a lot of these like dumplings have like a jammy yeah. sort of center. So what? this was Lucas being like, you, I think it was from, I think, I can't remember if it's, I had written it down, but of course my phone is now recording, and so is yours. Yeah. But I think it was Salzburg. I know it was somewhere in Austria. Okay. I was just looking for the I know 41%. I think we should start with that. Yeah. And then the and other then one I brought was the that. one that um, you brought me, so maybe you know more about it. Mm. But probably not. I mean, it doesn't have much info on it other than it's F. Mayer, and it's from... France. So what's very interesting Bas- is we've bought, weirdly, <laughs> this is very funny, so we've both bought plum eau de vies and two grappers. But I think that plum eau de vie is kind of a like classic flavour for But isn't it funny that we've both done that? Yeah. Great minds think alike. I think they do. Yeah, but I think like plum, when I think of these kind of spirits, I think of like schnapps, I think of French eau de vie, I think of palinka, I think of yeah. like the sort of Eastern European... Yes. Things that often come in plum, cherry, yeah. and apricot. more so than like more so in the UK, we have a habit of drinking cognac, armagnac. I mean, I love um, a bit of armagnac. Yeah, like brandies and whiskies after dinner, maybe a Negroni. Still, uh, but very small pours here. That's right. We can start small, and we can always have more. Yeah. And um, but I think definitely you're right. It's a very European, and especially more towards the east. Yes. But. Um, in the whole of Europe. Oh, well, France as well, Paul but William. Yeah. You know, so I, I think love... the whole of Europe. I mean, you know that normally if you come to my house when it's like sh- schnapps o'clock, yeah, when Lucas schnapps. pulls out, I pull out my bottle of peach eau de vie because that I like better than some of the like maybe You're stronger. <laughs> yeah, because some of the Austrian schnapps is, some of my favorite ones, I mean, the better ones, of course, the more expensive, fancier ones like walnut that's usually quite expensive, usually yeah. really dark and it's much smoother. Some of them can be quite full on. So I find the peach one for me is like... Not too bad. Not too bad. Well... This one smells good. It does smell good. Actually smells and quite so well. So here, the reason why we decided to do this was because one, it's getting bloody freezing here yeah. in Berlin. <laughs> you know, and you need to stay warm. So it's either Glühwein or Schnapps. We've already attempted Glühwein before <laughs> and we probably will revisit that we'll at some point again. On, visi- on video. We'll when follow instructions. Yeah, when the post-traumatic <laughs> stress has worn off. Yes. Then we'll when the when the bitterness post- of the pith and whatever else that PPSD. we yeah PPSD. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so here it's very typical where people will after dinner drink have a schnapps, schnapps and have yeah. maybe a few to help digest. So and I'm gonna tell you common. when you visit Austria, it is always schnapps o'clock. Like I've had schnapps at 11 a.m. at noon at like any time of the day. Someone's like schnapps, and you're kind of like yeah, all right, it's someone fucking holiday. Sounds like Georgia cha cha. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> it's like, fine. Okay. I'm just an alcoholic whilst I'm here. But it actually, for a spirit that's, it smells really quite smooth. No, it's, it yeah. doesn't have a really. Well, it's quite fragrant and very delicate. Yes, it's not giving you like a. Like it doesn't it, make you want to drink it. Yeah, and it is. I mean, you do smell the plum as well, which is very nice. It's very nice. This is for me like the smell of like plum schnapps is a really typical schnappsy smell for me. I think. So this is 41%, so it's the lowest... I mean, my grappa doesn't even have an amount of alcohol in it, but I'm pretty sure it'd be more, but... This one, 45? Yeah, that's 45 also. Another 45. So I think we try the two, two plums next to each other. So we're trying yeah, the interesting. older Gugelhof, or whatever you said. <laughs> Gugelhof, Go- yeah. Gugelhof. G-U-G-L-F-H-O-F. Gugelhof. Very sexy name. Yeah. Svetchkin brand. Call me Kof Gugelhof. Qualitates. 
Osterreiche. Even when I was looking up information, like you don't, they're just like, it's 41%. It's made from plums. It's from Austria. I'm quite sure it was Salzburg, but it looked in the notes and I'll post it. Well, you're brave slurping. No, it was, it was a quick, it was a Muscle memory. Oh, okay. (laughs) It was a teeth. <laughs> That's Such actually very, very nice. smooth. You're mm. not getting any of that, like. No, no. It's not really like fiery. It's actually quite nice. I always forget because when we're having schnapps, it's not something I like overly think about. You're just shotting it, are you? No, I always oh, sip okay. it. I'm not a schnapps. <laughs> no, 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 I don't think no. about it. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, when we're having it, you're usually like, really full. So actually, like, even when, if there is a bit of a burning sensation, you're usually quite happy for it because you're full of, like, dumplings and roasted meat. This is quite delicious. What do you think? I think it's incredibly smooth. It's got lovely flavour to it. It's definitely very plummy. There's also a little green note at the end that's kind of nice. Yeah, I mean, I like it a lot. Nice warming the belly, mm-hmm. which is very nice. This is exactly what we need in yeah, this weather. I'm, really, that's a... I'm already picturing Christmas, just like necking some schnapps, staring at the TV tower, balcony covered in snow. That'd be oh, so, be so nice. Postcard. What snow this year? I'll be in Austria all through Christmas, so I'll probably be having lots of schnapps <laughs> yeah. of clocks. Meaning two weeks in, so in even, Upper Austria. Even if it's not snowing... You'll be imagining snow because you'll be so drunk on snaps. I'm so excited. You, so you won't be able to tell me any anything you've drunk or anything you've seen, but you'll have a vague idea that it was a good time. I mean, I usually have a good time. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been at Christmas in Austria, but, you know, Lucas being a chef and his mother's a trained pastry, master pastry chef. Yeah. That's going to be good times. <laughs> I'm pretty excited. Yeah, yum. I'm going to down the rest of this. I have to say that pour was kind of the right oh, amount lovely. of pour. I'm going to do a little boop. Are you? Mm-hmm. Also, just to clean the glass, because it's so fragrant. I feel like even though it's finished, you get that sort of, like, soapy smell residue. I like, I like that a lot. That's mm-hmm. high quality. Well done, Lucas. Svechka Gugelhof. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so, your plum one. Yeah, let's do it. And your plum one is from where? So this, so we're in Gaillac oh, yeah. from the south of France. So Laurent Cazotte uh, also produces wine, actually, um, but very, very famous for his liqueurs and eau de vie. You see, they're always in these lovely, beautiful, um, thin, elegant bottles. So actually, a lot of the Austrian so schnapses are usually also in these long, tall. They're almost like an bottles. olive oil. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's, this is a different plum altogether too. Yes, the yes. green, a green. I think it's a green plum, gauge. Yeah, which is my favorite English plum. Um, and so this particular um, guy, he's based in the south, so we're in uh, Languedoc, uh, Gaillac, the area. It's an area actually quite known for its sweet wine production, using sort of its indigenous varietals like Malzac, Andon, okay. Luanda, Loyal. I hate that saying that. <laughs> Um, I will conquer it. And then anyway, but he's really known for this. He has a a farm which has lots of different plants on. So there are walnuts, there are tomatoes, Mm, uh, plums, pears. His poire William is incredible. And Mm. he's making very pure style of spirits where he's not adding any colour, adding any sweetness. 
Um, so sort of a natural approach, if you like, to spirits, to, like this. to spirits and liqueurs. Like he makes an amazing quince liqueur and a green oh, tomato liqueur. That are just amazing. <gasps> I was going to ask if he was making to, like the yeah. tomato liqueur. Oh, green, I would love green tomato. To it's really oh, good. Yum. Yeah, we'll get a bottle for you. Smash, try um, smash that. Yeah. yeah, and I mean to the point where he's so high quality that even uh, he made. You know the citrus cedra. Not S uh, C E D R A T. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I think you say Cedra. Uh, he made a bespoke bottling for that just for um, Michel Bras restaurant. Oh, really? Which is like a three-star restaurant in Laguiole, where all the Amazing. knives come from. So he's, you know, you know, like restaurants appreciate the quality because he's doing a good job. Uh, everything's grown, I think, organically, possibly biodynamically as well, but don't quote me on that. Yeah. Yeah, because you could never, um, never regret having a bottle. It already has like, you know what it smells like? This is very different. Totally different. It has. It's giving me like, like if you were to open a packet of bubble gum. Yeah, it is, and it's, it's a little like bit more tropical mint. almost. Yeah, yeah. And it does definitely has like a sweeter. But I mean, a yellow plum is already much sweeter than a than a red plum, especially green gauges. They do get quite syrupy when they ripen. Yeah. With two green gauge trees in but it almost now. smells a bit like it's funny the more you go back to it you can kind of see obviously there's the, this plumminess but then you can see things like it's almost like um unripe pineapple or something yeah that's why i think this like bubble gummy kind yeah. of like bubble mint because there is something sort of like herbal What's bubble mint so bubble mint is like the very classic north american pink bubble gum okay so it's usually like bubble gum actually has that that pink bubble gum has mint in it so it's like sweet there's a soapy element to it, and then it's like that sort of mm. pink, yeah, you know, like the candy coating of old sweets. Like if you opened a bubblegum machine, mm. that's what it would smell like. So higher alcohol because mm. it's 45%. Do you feel that a bit? But I still think super it's elegant. Really smooth, too. It almost feels, I oh know it's funny, the other one feels sort of richer. Even though it's this is a bit thinner, and smoother, yeah. whereas this feels sort of fresher and more fragrant. Yeah, lighter. Yeah. But I also think that that kind of... I, I want, I'm curious when the, like, ripening... Because I do think that when I think about, like, red plums, it is an autumn kind of thing. But I think yellow plums are more like a summer, maybe late summer. Don't ask me. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know... I actually don't know the process of, like, how long he waits to produce them. We should, we should actually nice. go and visit him. Mm. He's a good guy. But this is yum. Also, like, because it's not actually, like, that full-on. This would be nice even after a light meal for a little schnapps moment. Well, we drank this. We drank this that night mm. when we had wine on the balcony. And I don't know if anyone else was there. No one else was there. Actually, we recorded some juice episodes. <laughs> Maybe some forgotten episodes. <laughs> the Austrian wine... Introduction ah, to Austrian wine episode we did. Did we? And, and then... We carried on drinking the bottles that were open, and that's when I started making that risotto. But it was from the full corn. Oh, do you remember? It took yes, me yes ages. It took like three we and a half hours. The and by the time it had been made, it was a so because I'd added so much <laughs> stock because I was just like, why won't the rice cook? It's still fucking raw. It's been two and a half hours. We drank half a bottle of schnapps. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, the schnapps came after. Then we were we had fun it's at like that 4am, yeah, by the time we finished. But, mm. like, I started cooking the risotto at 8.30. We can see why half is missing then. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's awful. 
But I can also see then why we've got ha- half a bottle to be missing honest, because to it's be quite honest, easy to drink. Been, and also, it's not in our defense. Five hundred mils, we could have easily finished the whole lot. Yeah, but I think like it it shows already. If we were just like sitting, you get also that. I mean, it's giving me that warm chest yeah. feeling, but it's not giving me like a whole lot of like tummy warmth. Yeah, you, know? you don't feel like there's like fire in my belly. Being, yeah, yeah, no, like it feels like warming but light. That's good. Yeah. I like it. Do you remember it at all? I remember her. Do you remember the risotto? Yes. Like, it was just going as soon as on, you on, said on, risotto, on, I'm like, on, oh, on, I remember on. that night. <laughs> and I just thought <laughs> I had so much stock. The risotto was You're like, how the dark. fuck does this rice even, like, not cook? Like, there's so much liquid here. What also, are you I doing? I pride myself on my risotto because usually it's very good I think it was still risotto. delicious. Just quite salty because it had become very reduced because I'd added so much yeah, stock. I live with a chef. Came, you came in at one point and you were like, "Stop adding stock! You've added too much stock. <laughs> Start adding water." I also live with a chef, so like salt is. I'm living on the edge and the salt. Yeah, and, you, and Lucas has got quite a high tolerance to salt. Oh, we? like yeah. we 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 have to. I do I do salt. Uh, that was reduction. Salty. Like I do like sort of I go cold turkey off salt sometimes for like a week or two just to like reset my palate. Because I think, like, with, especially with chefs, they go crazy with salt sometimes, especially professional chefs. They live on the... They like to season to the edge. And I don't understand sometimes. You're one of my biggest pet peeves. So I'm not saying Lucas does No, this, no, but I, it's probably one of mine too. Is when people add shit loads of salt to their food. Without before tasting they've it. Before they even taste it. It's like, come on, man. Like, you have an addiction yeah. to salt if you're doing that. Totally. Totally. Go and see a therapist and sort out your salt addiction because it ain't coming anywhere near me. Because actually it's quite interesting. <laughs> when we were in Paris uh, during the summer, Lucas was like, all the food isn't salty enough. But I was like, that's also like a, a stylistic thing. I also think like when we were at Paris in summer, everything was like light and fresh. And like you don't want to be like dousing all this like delicious, light, fresh produce with like heaps of salt. Save that for the winter months when there's like nothing to taste, you know? And you're, like, dressing up bread in many shapes. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, he was like, nothing is salty enough. You can add. You can't take away. That's true. I also feel like I grew up in the 80s where, like, my mother was using all these, like, faux salts, like Mrs. Dash, all these, like... I don't know what that is. It's like a herbal, like a spice and herb mix. But uses like celery salt, garlic, like all these sort of like natural salts from vegetables and herbs instead of processed salt. Okay. So it was like, because in the 80s, people started getting salt conscious. So like lots of mums were like low sodium. Yeah. So lots of Mrs. Dash. Too much salt is bad for you. Too much fat is bad for you. Too much much sugar is bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Just like... Just give it, just, okay. Just calm so, down. Yeah, it's like, there's, of, there's someone I know that gave me these cards. I don't know if I've brought this up before on the podcast. Well, I've told you before. There's someone I know that's like, Ooh. I'm going to give you some of these business cards. So if you're out and someone chats you up. Oh, you just you hand it And all it said was, go home and change. <laughs> oh my God. So fucking harsh, but quite funny. I think a friend of mine had like a card that said like, nice So you shoes, need one that's like, something. too much of anything. No, good. Yeah, just like, calm your tits. Yeah. <laughs> But maybe I'd just get those. Calm your tits. Calm your tits. tits. Be funny. That's a new T-shirt. And then the other side just says no. You should. should, Yeah. (laughs) What they hand it back to you. Yeah. If they get the joke, they hand it back to you, and then you have a laugh. Otherwise, you're like, enjoy that. You figure that out tomorrow when you're. When they get home and they're like, I'm confused. (laughs) Sorry, you've passed the intelligence. You have not passed the intelligence test. We are not friends. (laughs) 
So I downed my bigger pour. Ooh, so and now I'm feeling warm. Yeah, that's Getting good. Getting warm. I think we should go to your mate there. Old yes! mate. Yes! Gewürztraminer. I'm excited to try this mm. in schnapps form. I really hope it delivers for you. <laughs> I do. I love these, like, terrible labels. Like, it's just, like, it, utilitarian. Well, it's it's that kind, kind of what of, you expect. Yeah, it's like, I bought a French schnapps. Yeah, I bought it. I bought a French eau de vie. This is exactly what I want the label to look like. Don't you think it should be in a basket of hay? Yes. Like, surrounded by <laughs> cheese and fruit or something. Like, it has that look about it where you're yeah. like, where it's is... kitsch. Yeah, it's kitsch. I like it. Yeah, where is my... But it feels... It's, like, kitsch authentic. Yes, I like it. I just think it's funny because it's, like, they even did the, like, the wiggle... The wiggle cut. Oh, yeah. To make it look more um, handmade. Yeah. <laughs> like it's on a piece of Like script. a paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's handmade that paper yeah. that somebody's torn away. I do appreciate the screw top. So, let's have a... Let's have a... Here we go. sniff. I mean, That's it's interesting. Of, it doesn't really smell like Gewürztraminer. It is quite fragrant, though. It's like... It's weird. It's kind it's of smoky. It's a bit, bit of a wet leaf happening. I thought that, and a bit of singed hair. Yeah, it's like a weird <laughs> smell. You know that what it was... reminds me of? It reminds me of those... Mm. <laughs> it reminds me of those... Mm. Oh, it also has a raisin. It does have a raisin thing. But it would be, because yes. it would be... Um, they've produced the wine. Sultana. Like white grape. It does have that white grape Yeah, smell. but this, this is grappa method. Yeah. So the, the grapes have been pressed, wine's come out, and then this is made from the press skins. Yeah. Which... So it is giving me like salt, like wet sultana. As opposed to the dry one. But yeah. Like, there's something, it's like a... Hmm. Oh no, you get it on the palette. Oh my god, you get it on the palette. It's like crazy. Oh, wow. It's crazy floral, isn't it? Wow, I didn't expect that. So that was really interesting, and I didn't know if it's just because it was Gewürztraminer or not, but I was like, it was making me not want to drink it, the nose. I was just like... It, it's almost kind of a weird nose. It was on the edge of, like, gag reflex kicking in, because it did have this... It does have, like, a wet... Like no, a... it's better, but it, for me it was, like, burnt hair, singed, yeah. or filed nail. Yeah, there is something sort of odd about it. But actually, when you think, like, white... If you think Sultana, you smell it, and then when you taste it, that end... Note is really sultana -y. Yeah, because it's grappa. Yeah. But it is, I actually do think you taste the Gewurz. I mean, it's crazy spiced. I don't know. It's like, initially you don't get it, and then the finish is just like... I, you know what I have to say? Do you know what we should do? I actually like, like a little bit more. I do I like want to put a bit of water more. in there and see what happens. Oh, interesting. I do that like the finish more than I like everything else. Yeah. Quite modest there. You're going to do it it's too? It's the same as like opening up a whiskey. Yeah, because you know that like, um, yeah, now it smells better. So, you know, like the volatile aromas that they open up at different ABVs. So that's Tell why, me. But that's, that's why you add water to ah, whiskey, I think. To like lessen the... Yes, yeah, so I think it's something to do with the, the structure of the alcohol when it's at a certain percentage. That's why wine, the alcohol percentages is... All of these little volatile right. aromas are going, which is why some. I mean, now add... it smells like orange peel. Now yeah. you get candy fruit and like yeah, yeah. fruit cake and 
fruitcake. Well, this is actually time. really interesting because yeah. now it's like actually smells delicious and yeah. like something you want to be drinking. I know, I was starting to feel a bit stressed about it smelling like that, considering it I also smells it like warm bread. Yeah, it has this like bready panettone. Cakey. Panettone, totally. Oh, this is Christmas in a glass. <laughs> Hello. She's like, it's all sorted. <laughs> Gwen's going to be rocking up mm. in Austria with a case of Covestramina Mark. I mean, this is the thing. like Things like panettone. You know, I never liked panettone because I always thought like, ugh, like people give you this thing and it's like dry and bready with so, like a raisin every yeah, now and again. Yeah, but it's not dry when you have it, a good one. That's what I mean. Like, Lucas last year found, I wish I could remember the brand, found a really amazing oh brand. Panettone. And I'm obsessed. Else. It's like, so like yeasty and spongy and like, mmm. And We're at home, airy. Like, it's like uh, a cloud so when light. it's made properly. It's like candy floss for adults. Mate, it's like a scone. It's like oh, when I was on so British Air, I told you about British Airways. Yeah, I've talked about it. <laughs> British Airways scone, that was a joke. Absolute joke. Worst scone I've ever had. So I don't know whether it tastes better, but it smells better. It smells and tastes better for me. I might have put because too much that, water in mine. Okay. Do you want to smell mine? I definitely think that the smell is much better. Yeah, it's really, it smells really good now. Like all that singed hair and... It's gone. That was really gone. Like, yeah, it was like not That good. happened on the plane, actually, earlier on uh, today that I was on. The, I don't think it's the ovens on the planes. There's a particular smell. And I've got... I'm, I know I'm hypersensitive with that yes. sort of stuff, I think. But there was, a, there was like a good 20 minutes where I could just smell like the smell of singed hair and I was sort of looking around so I was like <laughs> like is anyone on fire who's on fire well, that was it I was just like oh, but I was waiting for you to find someone like vaping and you'd be like <laughs> <laughs> I see you you're that you're that you literally look like that emoji when you do that I am yeah I go full Japanese on that no photos no photos but um yeah I think no I so I, no I did look around so I was like is something happening that shouldn't yeah. be happening? But I wasn't trying to police. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> you're like, for once. And then I was like, is there something dangerous to us all? <laughs> because the singed hair thing is like, yeah, it's, it's not. Because it could it, be wires, it could be all kinds of things. Yeah, or someone's set I mean, on you're fire. on an airplane, there's yeah. like gross hair. Have you ever, ever looked under a, a plane seat? Don't ever do it. <laughs> like, it's horrible. <laughs> Lucas one time was like, is there a... And he shone a light under a Air Canada Air Rouge flight. And we were like... Hurrah! Hurrah! It was horrible. Like, they do not clean these things. And how... Okay. I'm like dust question. bunnies in the air. Flying oh. dust bunnies. Gross. So what... <laughs> what's a dust bunny? It's like, you know, like the buildup of fluff that you find oh, yeah, in the yeah. corner. You're like, you Don't put a piece of fresh Don't look around my house like, for them. Just any... Because they will be there. <laughs> they're everywhere. Dust they're, bunnies. So they're like the dust tumbleweed that exactly. sometimes appears on my so wooden So it's a cute name, dust bunny. Yeah. Where it's just like an accumulation of dust, fluff, hair and I imagine like debris. a dust zombie bunny sort of thing. <laughs> like it's not a good thing. That's because you see them as like nefarious creatures running around. <laughs> they're like up to making, no good. Yes. They shouldn't be up to no, no good. stop. But how? How? <laughs> you were like, no, oh, no, get yeah. out of here. Yeah. It's funny that little space under the chair in front of you, isn't it? Like, because you're in such a tiny space yeah. on a plane, and it's like nothing pisses me off more. I mean, we are not big people. You're taller than I am. Yeah, but my am I? But the upper part of my legs. Yeah, you're are incredibly... That's what I mean. You're much taller yeah. than I am. You have long legs. But so whenever I'm in a seat on a low cost airline, I'm a my short knees, person. Yeah, my knees are on the seat every Imagine time. Imagine being two meters tall. Like, or being, like, 6'4". Like, this is not a... But what do you think about when people put... You know, they're sitting in their seat, and then they either try to put their bag under their own seat, 
Or they put their feet under their own seat. And I'm like, hey, buddy, I'm a the dick. metal rail. What, you it's just, just kick separate it off. us. We were like, that's the separation wall. That's where my feet go. Get so that's out. when you would police, or would yes. you just passively go? Oh, I am like, it? I've taken, you and I both take a lot of flights and have taken a lot of flights in our lives. So what do you do if, if somebody's crossed that line? You passively aggressive <laughs> yes. kick it back up. And if they if they can if they persist to the point of like What do you do? Not then I'll say something. Do you tap them on the shoulder or just like lean over the chair? I'll just be like, I think you're in my space. Yeah, just like Excuse me, sorry, I'm sure you're just doing it by accident, but could yes. could you move your your thing please? There's also nothing there's <laughs> nothing greater than making them feel like they've hurt you. It's like I know that you don't mean to be like in my space. But you're in my space. It's the same as that middle person. I'm very conscious. The band spreader in the middle. I'm very like conscientious because I know when I've been sat in the middle of people, the armrests belong to you. They do. do. Because so? you get fuck all else. You don't get a wall to lean on. You don't get the leg space. You get the armrests. So I let whoever's in the middle have both armrests. I mean, come on. That's all they get. See, I've never seen them as that, but I'm, I'm wary of... I also I look at the size of the person. So I had this... Oh, my God. I had the weird situation. I was like, do I have it? No, I have Okay, I have to tell you this story. So the weird is looking for a dust bunny. Yeah, I was like, no, not I, a fucking no, dust I, bunny. I, when. I thought it was a hole, but the leaf was... I have a leaf that I've tracked in. Yeah, you it do have some kind of dust bunny on um, your foot. Oh, sorry. It's probably my tights. Yeah. Bits and of Ludwig. So I'm sitting on this plane... I can't remember where I was going or where I was coming from. I had the weirdest situation. So I was in by the window. And this is person, what happens with schnapps. Yeah, the person, tangents. This is the tangent segment. And uh, I was, so there was somebody in the middle and um, a very large person. And I was not sure, very, in, I would just say an androgynous person because I didn't know female, male, but I assume male, but very small head, sort of feminine face. So I didn't want to. Anyway, Assume, yeah, it doesn't course. matter. But a large person, very tall, but like you know, like wouldn't sort of engage with you even just to sort yes. of smile, but just sort of, but like not just the armrest, like you know, like it when took elbows, over everything. So I was, I and I'm small, you right? Quite small. And I'm already leaning in the side, but I'm like this, where I have to turn my shoulder like, in, <laughs> and I'm like, it's only an hour and a half. Yeah. I can just do it. They're massive. This must be way worse yeah. for them. Also uncomfortable and feeling weird and like... And also when you're locked in in A or F. Yeah. Like if you're in those window seats and there's two people there, like you really don't want to fuck anyone off. No. So you just, I'm in and I'm like, that's cool. I'm not going to get up for the loo. I'm just going to sort of stay here and stare at the window so I can imagine I've got space. I always get an aisle seat. But the weirdest thing that happened, right? So then I'm like, oh God, I can't wait to get out of here. It was very bizarre. So you know, like when you're landing, yeah, the plane makes you sort of oh yeah, the little you move mm. forward a bit, don't you? And then you go back. Like there's this feeling yes. of like we're slowing down, and then we go back. This person, this large person, <laughs> I don't know if it's just because they were large or what. They went. This one, it was EasyJet. You know, like EasyJet, oh. the seat in front of you. They've got those um, cardboard advertising. It's always like, like something about O three, and I'm always this confused person went about the like so much that they connected. With the with seat the in se- front of them. But not just the no. seat. Poor them. <laughs> the and person. But not with for- force or anything. Just like a but gentle... this person's <laughs> mouth went fully onto that car. Stop it. <laughs> right here, so it was like this. It. it was like this. Boop. And then they just hung there for a bit. So it was like lit on cardboard ad. <laughs> and I was just looking. I was just like... 
what just happened? And I feel like kind of disturbed. And then, then like the plane actually brought them back and they didn't even sort of react. Like flinch. It was the most bizarre thing I'd ever seen on an aeroplane. Just, just kissing, just kissing oh, that like O3, yeah. whatever it is, advertisement. Two for one bagels or I don't know. Yeah, like so save a pound, save, save two pence if you order a coffee with a chocolate bar. And it was just so odd. And after that, I was just like, oh, I can't wait to get off this plane. This is awful. <laughs> it was just so weird. And then I just thought, I've never cause I've got a bit of the also germ think, OCD. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say, like, I'm never fucking touching any of those things again. Also, when you think about like how little they clean those planes. I mean, well, they're, they're definitely not sanitising the little cardboard no. thing there. Imagine how many people the are thing, accidentally the kissing. The thing that makes me laugh is like, they have those like things over the seat backs. But, like, they don't wash those. And those EasyJet planes are, like... Those are, like, buses. They're, like, public buses. I mean, really. The plane lands. People exit. People come on. They don't, like, clean up. They just, like, make sure there's no crumbs on your seat. They, do, like, like, they do vacuum. Very quickly. Because I've definitely got about, onto a plane. And, how about Ryanair, though? Because Ryanair... I don't fly with them because they're the awful. worst. <laughs> okay, so I've got two things about Ryanair. Ryanair, always crumbs on the seat... No effort to clean at all. Two, my, the only thing I think about on takeoff is imagine if this bright, horrible, <laughs> rancid yellow is the last colour I ever see. <laughs> I'm just like angry with them because I flew with them like 10 years ago and then didn't fly with them for eight years because they had. Mm, I'd chosen them because they were much cheaper than the competitor flying out of Schiphol. Uh, in Amsterdam, and they were flying out of Eindhoven. Is that how you say it? Schiphol? Yeah. I always said Schiphol. No, it's Schiphol. Okay. Schiphol. Schiphol. Everyone says Schiphol. I don't know why. I don't Schiphol. know. But yeah, I don't know. Um, and then, so I flew from Eindhoven. And when I got there, of course, I'm like super nerd. I have a folder with my stuff in it. I'm going to see my parents. And they're like, oh, where's your boarding card? It's like, well, that's why I lined up for this. Like, that you'd give me a boarding card. Oh, no, you were supposed to print that at home. Yeah, 60 pounds. Yeah, and I was like, are yeah. you fucking kidding me? I was like, why would I have printed all this other garbage? Like, show me where it says, because I bought the ticket through a secondary, you know, one of these, like, cheap flights. So it didn't say anywhere that I had to print it. So, yeah, it was 50 euros. And then on the way home, they made us all weigh our luggage before getting on the plane. Normally, you do that when you're checking in, and they make sure, and then they don't count any duty-free. Now, this place was like, empty your pockets. I had a sandwich and a, f and a camera in my pocket. So you have to surrender the sandwich? She was like, you better eat that sandwich. And I was like, but then it's going to be inside me. It'll still be way the same. <laughs> but she was like, yeah, eat the sandwich or toss it. Like, you're over. And if you're over, then it's 35 pounds and your thing goes in the hold. They got so much money from people. I was like, never again. So I didn't fly with them again until we came back from Marrakesh last year. Yeah. And that was only because I had to and there was no other flight Oh, you direct flight. Yeah. So that I is bullshit. Them. Yeah, I was like, fuck you, man. Like, everyone's... Like, you've gotten 50 euros from me for not printing a boarding card. You printed me, like, a tiny Wait, piece of cardboard. Wait, a sandwich. Like, and then eat you, a sandwich. You better eat that sandwich. Man, they were weighing people. Like, luckily, in my suitcase, I bought, like, a gin or whatever to take home. Everyone else was like, they're duty-free. They were like, in the hold, 35 pounds. Boop. Gone. That's not correct. No, it's bullshit. This was a Gatwick. Yeah, never again. That's how you lose customers. And just one little bit of gossip about Ryanair. So just between you, me, and them. everybody else, the hundreds <laughs> of people around the world. So once on their wine list, I looked at it and it said, "Wine list? 
Oh, you know, they're I've food never and, looked, Oh, yeah, yeah, it's not a wineless. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Looked. That's a good point. Yeah. So their little food and drink card, and it said um, the list of the wines, and then it said Prosecco, blah, 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 blah. And then on the label, it was actually a carver. Oh, so, so it was list- better than it what? But they were marketing it as Prosecco and it was clearly because the photo even said that it wasn't Prosecco and they were just like Spanish like Prosecco. So like if oh, you say Cava, no one's gonna drink it. I mean if that's the amount that's of effort they're sparkling. putting into it, it's like I don't give a fuck. Yeah, if they can't even get that right. Fifty euros for a boarding card, it was like So they obscene. tried to do that to me once and I'd printed off I tried to print but my printer was broken, so it was just these very no, faint no, yeah. outlines. <laughs> And the woman was like, I can ghost. see, yeah, she was like, I... good effort. <laughs> she did actually, she was fair. She just said, I can see that you've actually tried to. You've struggled. You. But you better print them for the way back. Okay. And uh, my mum's printer with the like crazy keyboard. This smells Those, delicious, yeah. by the way. So now, last one. So Grappa di Chianti, there's no brand. Delicious. It's 2015 vintage. Um, and this is actually made by a friend of mine who happens to be German. He's in his 80s. He just does this as a project in his garage. So I met him... It it would have been actually three years... I met him in 2011 when I was working in Chianti at Winery. And he's like, Emily, you've got to come over. We'll make some grappa, blah, blah, blah. So we just went over to his house. He's in his garage. He's got a pot still. And and he got German sausage and German Riesling out. And we just made grappa in the morning. It was very, very... It's much easier yeah, than mine. Yeah. But he was getting lots of grapes from lots of different Amazing. grape producers, just getting all their pressings like, yeah. and making it for fun. So this it's is the fun. barrel-aged grappa. I mean, it smells amazing. So no one can buy this. It uh, has a real raisiny just, also. It does have a... You know what? It smells like a tiny bit. Honey? No. There's, there's one caramel. weird smell in there that's... Uh, Don't say Sinister again. No, it's not Sinister. Yeah. It's turpentine. Yeah, I mean, this is probably much boozier than the others as well. It's like on the, it's at the very, super at the end of everything you smell, but there is yeah. something like a painter's atelier, let's say. It actually so has a romantic smell. This will be at the end, we'll just, if we drink a whole bottle, we'll become blind. We won't be able to walk. No, it's so small that it's like mm. a romantic smell. It does make you think like you're in a painter's. And it's very grapey on the mouth. Yeah. And woody though, it's got a bit of tannin mm. from the wood and... Hmm, very interesting. Yeah. It's nice. Not that we were worried about what we would talk about with this episode, but I actually feel like... Schnapps. Well, we've just slagged off a load of airlines, so that's fine, <laughs> how dirty they are. And... But I, I kind of feel like this is what is great about schnapps, actually. Is it's that, like... The ludicrous conversations that you yeah, can have, and it's the like, tangents that it leads you on. It's post-dinner, you're having a sip of something, it's boozy. I mean, this smells really interesting... It's definitely the booziest of everything. Yeah. And the richest also yeah. in flavour and, and starting to get a little bit more savoury. and Yeah, so, you know, this is a little bit of a selection of... I think we'll wrap it up because otherwise we're going to go... We <laughs> we'll don't, start slagging off everyone. If we don't want to get into trouble. <laughs> well, I think we might already be there. We might be already in trouble. I don't mind if I'm in trouble with Ryanair. Unless they want to send us some like... People are probably vaping all the time on Ryanair. <laughs> Emily's like, no! Yeah, I, I actually think Ryanair would be one of the places where I'd start telling off the cabin crew. I think that's where I'd get to, because <laughs> it'd just be so unruly. I could just imagine this as like a cut, like I wish that there was like, a budget to do a cutaway, and you were yeah. like, 
on a Ryanair flight, like, you, no, stop it. Something's on fire. Smells like hair. You stop fucking vaping. Like, you would just be like, <laughs> yeah, be great. You haven't disabled the slide properly. What are you doing? That's dangerous. I would be, I would, if I had seen that, I would, if I, that's why I don't sit in row one. Especially oh, on those crappy new EasyJet planes when row one means that you're knee to knee with the cabin crew. You're like, they've removed, they've removed the bulkhead. Don't you think that all the creepy dudes sit up front to like hit on the stewardesses? Yeah. I mean, sit all the time. They're sitting there like, ha, and the girls are like, hee. But it's actually that, though, on those new EasyJet planes, a, 1A, 1B, 1C, you're literally knee to knee with the crew because they've removed, they've tried yes. to cram an extra row in. One, the other side's okay. But like I don't but want it's to sit that shit close. to sit in the front row because you can't put your stuff underneath. You have to put everything up top. Yeah, so you can't get it's up quickly because then you have the to go around. Yeah, I agree. I usually do six or seven because you don't have to pay the extra extra cost. It's like a bit cheaper and like row six, you're good. Yeah. If you hit somewhere, <laughs> we're all dead anyway. <laughs> six well, or seven. I try to go six to nine. That's my. I like that, Those but I don't, I don't mind. I just don't like being. I don't mind being at the back if I can get off quickly. No, I, I don't like flying. In the back for me is too. Uh, you feel the turbulence, the turbulence a bit more. more. Yeah, I agree. So I sit wing forward. Yeah. Aisle have to be an aisle. Do not. I got trapped once on a transatlantic, and I had to like do ninja moves over a woman in the middle of the night. Oh mate, try Never flying. Again. Try flying Norwegian, London to Miami. I've heard they're terrible. They also cancel flights all the time. Well, first, you're yeah. basically sitting on rocks the whole time because there's, there's no cushioning. and But they're like wipeable, clean sort of surfaces, almost like a porn... Very so Scandi. Yeah, almost like a brothel sofa like a sort of thing. Couch. They're just, yeah. So you're sitting... I'm sitting... Oh, and I got put in by the window because it was for a job. Sorry, job. But <laughs> but I, I, the way it worked was my... Sorry, job. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry job. So, yeah. <laughs> So I'm by the window, and then I buy two people. So I'm like, oh god, this is like I hate very. The window, it's the worst for me. And like, honestly, I couldn't. I, it was so uncomfortable that. And then because they've got a really crappy in-flight service where yeah. you have to pay for everything, and they're like you, Canada Rouge like well, this. Yeah, you pre-order yeah. a nice and tasty meal, and then what you end up getting is like overcooked fusilli with like a watery tomato sauce and raw red peppers inside Lucas and you're just the like, same this isn't even digestible canada rouge we flew from berlin to toronto and it was 1200 euros that's not a discount price let me tell you yeah. it was the only direct flight and lucas ordered like he thought he was being cool ordering some sort of vegetarian halal meal and it came with like yeah it was like undercooked rice with some like undercooked bell pepper in it that was it I was like, happy to have my shitty chicken and corn and mashed potatoes. And there was no TV screen. He lost his mind. Oh, we did have the TV screen, which also acted as the bar because you have to pay for everything. So then I was just like, Bailey's, swipe the card. Oh, wow. Bailey's, swipe the card. I was like, I'm just going to drink Bailey's until I get oh, so I drunk Bailey's I fall asleep. Yeah, me too. It, there was a year, KLM, uh, they used to do a monthly like country of the month where they would like do the food, which is actually kind of cool. So they, I remember this particular month, it was like Africa month. So they were like, the liquor is Amarula. Oh my God, I've got I love Amarula. Amarula, so good. And it makes me think of like an old regular uh, of my norm that used to be a regular at the Dominion Tavern, Dominion Tavern in Canada. And he couldn't sit because he only had one lung. So they like built a little footstool for him. And when he passed away, they put um, a, plaque. a plaque for him. And uh, we still pour out an Amarula for for the homie on his anniversary. But he loved Amarulo, which is bizarre because he drank like Labatt Blue. But um, 
yeah, so on this particular flight, these two girls in front of me, the, the stewardess kept being like, like, you should have an Amarillo. Because it's all free on this transatlantic flight. She's like, it's Africa month. Just have an Amarillo. And the girls were like, no, we don't really want to drink. Like, we're trying to have so, an so Amarillo. Like, it's what does, Africa month. What does that even mean? It's Africa month. Amarillo's from Africa. Well, I know that. I've just been there. Yeah. But, like, why were they doing an Africa month? Because they would just do, like, every month they would do a different country. And then the food served on the plane would be of that country. So they were doing, like, African food. So you wouldn't want to be there on Cuba month. Yeah. Because you'd be like, great, some refried greens, but thank God there's Havana Club. I mean, I want, I'm still curious about what happened to the guy that downed the, the BA flight out of London. Remember that news? There was like one man's horrible toilet experience, like downed the flight. Like they had to turn around and go back to Heathrow. One man's smelly, <laughs> you have to look it up, smelly poo. Like grounds flight. But do you think that's because they thought that the like septic tank? I don't know the what they shit, thought. The but someone took a shit an hour and a half into the flight, and they were like, "We can't. The air quality is too bad. We have to turn around." Can you imagine me like I took <laughs> shit so bad it grounded a plane? But maybe they didn't empty all the waste out, and it like. I love that you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know who this man is. One day. I want to know or the woman. details. It sounds ridiculous. Well, I think you could look it up. It was on the no, BBC. It no, was I really believe, funny. I do believe that it happened. It's quite funny, but it sounds ridiculous. It is ridiculous because it's like, was it his actual? Like, did it get logged? <laughs> Literally, that's a good pun, though, isn't it? Did it get logged in there, or was it that it was like, it was so smelly, or was it because of the tank? I mean, itself the was headline so... was amazing. It just said "smelly poo grounds." I mean, it, this was going to be a long flight. They, w- it would have been like, a f- I feel like it would have been like a fresh plan. This was like a flight from yeah, Heathrow someone, to like maybe the, the guy Sahara that pumps the waste out didn't show up or just ticked the I box. Don't know. So it's all done and forgot to turn the machine on, no, and then it know. like. I just want to know like how embarrassing that is that you're like my. But shit. surely they didn't know whose poo it was. Of course they would. It's not like what everyone lining up for the loo took a shit an hour and a half in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know when you're the person that took a super smelly dump, you'd be like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I hope no one goes in but after per- me. But the person- and then you're like, oh my god, we're turning around. But the person, <laughs> the person who did it would know, but not yeah. everyone else. No, maybe. that's the point. I want to see a it's professional like, from this man. It's not like the crew would be like. Yo, F, you know, Z, seven F. It was him. F I saw him in the green yeah. shirt. We saw you. I you mean, also I'll... didn't wash your hands. <laughs> I mean, that would be me if I was the cabin crew. <laughs> it was him. I'd be. I'd keep being lost. You're not coming back. <laughs> oh my god, too good. Oh my god, this episode. We thought it would be a short one is turning into the longest airline bitch fest of all time. Right. So well, let's wrap it up. Yeah, we love you British Airways. Yeah, I we, actually do love British I Airways. I do too. Always Especially. BA. <laughs> send us home for Christmas. <laughs> if you work for BA and you want to send us home for Christmas, my parents live in Hampshire and I'd yeah. love an, an extra flight. And uh, Ryanair, don't bother. <laughs> you can't save yourself it's yeah. too late drink some Prosecco and let us know what it tastes like <laughs> <laughs> yes. perfect so you can find us on twitter at juice underscore podcast on instagram at juice dot podcast on our website at juice dot show where we've got tote bags that are available yeah. and um, please subscribe we love that you're tuning in it's really important that you subscribe with us so we obviously have our youtube channel for those that are on audio um, the videos get published on, on there. It's completely free, advert free as well. Um, 
So we'd love to yes. get you on full with us. And Also, if you're having schnapps, tell us what schnapps you're having. Yeah. We're down with the winter warmers. As you yes. can see, it turns into an airport airline bitch fest. So until next week. Until next week. I'm Gwen Douglas. I'm Emily Harmon. Cheers. That doesn't change. I have the same. <laughs> oh. Yay. Hey. <laughs>